Hello everyone and welcome to episode 115 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger and that is Christian. I've also been forcibly removed from women's restrooms on a number of occasions. And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. But this week's topic is <laughs> Charlotte Clymer. Woo! Which was so wonderfully selected by a listener named Jack, who went to report this post at storeenvy.com and yeah. purchased the topic <laughs> against <laughs> our will and our demands. We are doing this episode uh, for you and you alone, Jack. Thanks a lot for picking this one. Uh, he picked it approximately six years ago and we've been <laughs> pushing it off. Uh, ever since. Uh, but I will say this, uh, as much as I was not looking forward to this episode, we did find a whole bunch of real bad posts and oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all sorts of things related to uh, uh, this person, Charlotte Clymer, now Christian. Yes. Who in the living fuck is Charlotte Clymer? Well, I guess we can just uh, uh, start off here with a little backstory on uh, Miss Clymer. So Okay. Charlotte grew up in Utah and joined the Army in uh, 2005, uh, where she was stationed with the 3rd U.S. Infantry Regiment based at Arlington National Cemetery until 2012. Uh, and a listener, Kevin, called in that can give a little bit more backstory to her her run with the uh, military here, so I'm going to play that right now. Geiger, this is Kevin um, on Twitter as at Kevin underscore Prince. F-R-I-N-T, uh, calling in with not necessarily a post, but more of an anecdote with respect to Charlotte Clymer. Uh, so, as you guys probably covered, they are a military veteran. They were an officer in the Army, but uh, what most people don't understand is that they enlisted as a guardsman, or guardswoman in their case, and then went to the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, and graduated, and then were stationed at the Old Guard in Washington, D.C., doing basically nothing besides ceremonial duties during the height of the global war on terror, which, I mean, you could argue is, like, the woke position to have to have never deployed, but, like, they dodged every single possible opportunity to actually uh, go to war. And now they're the uh, biggest... Uh, proponents of, you know, woke military intervention. So, yeah, uh, Charlotte Clymer, you're a big fucking scumbag piece of shit. I hope you burn in hell. Once again, this is Kevin Frint signing off. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. So, awesome. <laughs> so that's a little bit. So, yeah, she just uh, guarded the National Cemetery there and didn't do much else. But uh, starting in 2013, she began writing articles as a feminist ally 
and in 2014, her pieces were published by Huffington Post and Jezebel, and she created the popular Equality for Women page on Facebook, mm. which uh, the, <laughs> the byline for that was, with Equality for Women, I want to provide a safe space for persons of all genders who believe in women's rights to encourage each other in their activism and get news and commentary on issues of inequality facing women. So this page is where the troubles first started for Charlotte, who was accused by a number of women of deleting their posts, leaving racist posts up, and lashing out and banning women on the page when they criticized her. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, when a woman questioned her decision to remove some posts and leave others up, Charlotte replied, you want to talk about privilege? Fine, we'll talk about privilege. What about your idiot privilege? Mm. It would seem you're so used to people not calling you out for being an absolute fucking moron that you've become blind to how your asshat actions affect others. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Um, pretty good comeback. Uh, so here, what we need to know about Charlotte Clymer overall is that she is... Uh, a real annoying liberal idiot on Twitter. Super online, yeah. Um, got the blue check mark, uh, and then now is uh, she? She likes to just f uh, float between candidates for president. The last mm -hmm. four or five years, just sort of picking up on what's what's hot, what's popular. Um, doesn't seem to have any real uh, actual opinions or thoughts that are like that moral, last for any, moral standings yeah. or anything yeah especially when we get to some of these old posts that we find from her uh but the what, what the, the area you're talking about now when she started this facebook page this was the peak of the uh male feminist shit mm -hmm. back in what 2014 2013 yeah yeah, yeah yeah this was uh that was this was big when all dudes would have like you know this is what a feminist looks like t-shirts and things sure. like that so charlotte was a fella at the time so this of course created uh a, a very different lens that people that viewed her <laughs> things uh, um and in fact all this sort of uh her being a real big piece of shit sort of led to uh the creation of articles such as so you want to be a male feminist? Well, maybe don't from thecut.com. Uh, should men teach women about feminism from Huffington Post? And abusive feminist men exist. Here are six things men can do to stop them from everydayfeminism.com. Um, so in a way, we should probably thank Charlotte for sort of helping to destroy this the popular male feminist fucking... Uh, thing that was very trendy there for a minute yeah really like, weird somewhat like someone who was it was it like uh, joseph gordon levitt that was like feminist of the year for some there's been a couple where they like that <laughs> where men have gotten like their yeah that was that yeah. was the peak of that when it was like people realized like okay what what is what exactly what is this about exactly <laughs> what's, what's what the deal with this yeah hell I guess you could call Charlotte a visionary for uh, this early, <laughs> yeah. really setting the baseline for that early on in her career. Yeah. So good for her. Thank you, Charlotte. Yeah, thanks for now. You're I, a I hero, can not just for that, but for <laughs> guarding a cemetery or whatever, a tomb. Yeah. So uh, in case shortly gets out of there. Shortly following uh, all that and uh, during the beginnings of the Me Too movement, mm. uh, Charlotte was accused by various women of attempting to silence or openly harassing them. So uh, author and women's rights activist Panya Yo oh boy, P 
Pin mm-hmm. Yoda Berzitskis tweeted Good in October God, 2014. Charlotte Clymer stole a photo of me and posted it on her then Facebook page, claiming photos of rape survivors are "quote unquote" public property. Mm, man. Mm-hmm. Also, during this time, a Halloween photo of Clymer resurfaced, showing her dressed in a police outfit, pretending to arrest an African American party goer. Yep. Uh, great picture if you haven't seen it on there. It's uh, look, it's it's very good. Uh, so then, a number of news outlets ran some exp- exposés on Clymer, describing her as a villain a bad guy, creepy, and generally focusing on her problematic actions. So then articles she'd written for the website Bitch Media ugh, were removed, <laughs> and the hashtag Stop Climber began trending on Twitter. <laughs> but und- undaunted, uh, Charlotte carried on. That's right. Uh, she may have uh, transitioned to a woman, but she never transitioned away from being a poster. The true dyed-in-the-wool absolute fucking poster because uh stop climber uh, hashtag stop climber got really big uh you can hell go search for it right now on twitter if you want folks there's still plenty of posts up about it um thankfully she wrote a very long blog response to that sure <laughs> which is just what what else would she do um hey let's read let's read a good chunk of it <clears throat> okay back in late may when hashtag stop climber started i decided i would not respond mm. I felt that slander should not be dignified or validated with the response, which is also why I declined to pursue legal action. I believe this was an enormous distraction, and I expected reasonable folks in the feminist community to see through it and dismiss it. Unfortunately, that is not what happened, and four months later, I have had at least one website decline to publish me for fear of backlash, and people with whom I have professional relationships express hesitation in interacting with me. Many have called on me to simply respond and put it to rest, but I felt doing so would be a betrayal of my values, that validating the hateful words of others would empower them to continue doing so. There remain factions of those who claim to be feminists that have made it their mission to destroy my reputation, and because I refuse to validate their hatred or distract from the important issues of gender equality, I have refused to respond. Here are the reasons they've given, none of which have a basis in reality. Myth number one, I profited from and or stole money through feminist advocacy. Of the claims made, this is the most easily disproved. I have made a grand total of $100 for two feminist articles I wrote for Mike News, $50 per piece. My entire revenue for Mike News was $200, $50 for each of the four paid pieces they bought. HuffPost, mm. for which I have written the majority of my pieces, does not pay its bloggers. Every piece done for them was for free. Mm, that's pretty pathetic. Uh, myth two, I have sexually harassed women online. As a survivor of childhood rape, I find it repugnant oh, no. to thank the idol of someone else. Although there are studies that suggest some survivors are more likely to commit sex crimes themselves, I have never been so in any form. Why, why add that in? <laughs> the two or three women whom I supposedly sexually harassed never provided proof, despite being requested by many people. Since I would have had to sexually harass them online through some sort of messaging system, one would think they'd have proof, and yet they don't, because it didn't happen. God damn. So this actually goes on for a lot more, uh, specifically about the accusations of her abusing women, uh, all of which she denied. And keep in mind, this was all during the early stages of Me Too and Believe Women, which brings me to this post from February 25 of this year by Charlotte. Here's my motto. Believe women and vote for them. <laughs> so unless they accuse me uh, specifically and then, and then <laughs> yeah. you do not believe them. Yeah, that's right. Then Never it's absolute them. hogwash. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I also like how this uh, this incredibly long blog post started with like, 
you know, I, I, I decided to ignore this and then just turn to do, but I think it's funny how, <laughs> you know, this like, is the most fucking classic thing that from anyone like Charlotte online who they always do that where they're like, you know what? I wasn't going to talk about this, but my hand was forced. Like, first of all, you, you're going to talk about everything. That's what you do. There's nothing you aren't going to talk about. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's your, that's your MO. So that reminds oh, me of, um, God. And a similar person uh, who could have their own episode is uh, Film Crit Hulk, uh, one of my, my favorites. Who, I, just, uh, I just got a video of his uh, push to my YouTube recommendations that was 58 minutes long. Good God. That's awful. Yeah. Why Spider-Verse works. 58 no. minutes. No way. Yep. Mm. Not good. But what, um, what he did was it was... Uh, it was a. Uh, I feel like I read this on the show at some point. It was um, it was about the uh, Nanette stand-up special, <laughs> which just <laughs> says it all. But he he was saying like, "Wow, that was powerful," and it's not my, but it's not my role to talk about it. So while I would like to write an article in depth, I just can't because it's not for me. And then about a week later, he wrote a long article talking sure. about Nanette in detail. Um, because that's what these people do. Uh, they have this completely contrived uh, woke thing, and then uh, like realize sh- shortly after, it's like, yeah, I actually really want clicks and people to give me money. For my <laughs> yeah, how, how else takes. am I going to get my receptors to fire if I'm not online? <laughs> yeah, forty hours a day. Yeah. Oh goddamn. He's well, so. So, well, as a poster, let's check out one of these uh, classic tweet threads of her, shall we? So, listeners may remember, in the early part of 2020, there was this viral video going around of a lady pulling into a gas station to fill up her SUV. Uh, but what made it go viral was that the woman pulls up to the wrong side of the pump, gets up, gets out of her car, sees she's on the wrong side, does a U-turn to the other set of pumps, yeah. only to discover that she's still parked on the opposite side when where her gas cap is. So she repeats this action no less than like a dozen times. And yep. the people recording her absolutely, it's, 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 it's one of the best videos I've ever it's seen. It's so funny. I couldn't so, believe it. So Charlotte saw the video uh-huh. of this poor dullard and decided to unleash this following Twitter thread. So not to be a wet blanket, but there's a viral video going around of a woman who repeatedly parks her car beside a gas pump with her gas cap on the opposite side of the car because she's confused. She does it like three or four times. Meanwhile, a couple is filming her from their car not too far away and laughing the whole time. I'm not trying to shame anyone here or say you're a bad person or some other nonsense for sharing the video or laughing at it, but let's back up for a second and consider some things. This woman wasn't bothering or hurting anyone. She was minding her own business. She happened to be super confused on how to park near the gas pump, something most of us have done once or twice, Mm -hmm. but it literally did not affect anyone other than her. Side note, why not get out and walk over to help this person after you've seen Mm -hmm. they're struggling? Mm -hmm. It's kind of disturbing to me that this woman, or anyone, could be filmed going about their daily lives unaware that they're being filmed by strangers, never consenting to it being shared online. That by the time they get home, they found out they're going viral for an honest goof. What's more is that her license plate is clearly visible in the video, and although masked, she's the kind of person who wears a mask even while driving, so bonus points on that. She is more than likely recognizable to those who know her. 
And finally, something I didn't think about until much later is that mm. she might have a disability that leads to confusion over the gas oh pump. Again, I don't say this to shame anyone, but it is something to consider mm. that might not be so obvious. I have problems with assholes being filmed for doing asshole things to others. I have no problem with assholes being filmed for a- doing asshole things to others and called out for it. By all means, have a ball, record and post away. But it's deeply concerning to me that we're increasingly seeing a common respect for basic consideration of privacy being eroded away because we're all carrying cell phones that are technologically capable of recording and editing short films. It's creepy and dangerous. It makes people feel unsafe. Because if we can't be comfortable in our own skin when we're out in public, that's a problem. And while a perfect world doesn't exist, it doesn't mean we shouldn't work towards a society that prioritizes consent. Food for thought. So, after all that, uh, dodo-brained uh, Beto O'Rourke makes your calves cramp from coming freak Leah McElrath yep. responded. Thank you, Charlotte. We are becoming far too comfortable with mass mockery. I'll add, when I was in my 40s, before I... <laughs> I'll add, I was in my 40s before I learned the little arrow on the fuel gauge indicates which side of the car the gas cap is on. God. Before then, I often got it wrong. And even <laughs> now, I check before pulling in. And uh, she attached an image oh, wow. of a photo of a fuel gauge labeled, stating that it's pointing to the side of the car your gas goes in. <laughs> like, it's like... Not really helping out here, Leia. Sort of proving a lot of... A lot of the fun of the video. <laughs> it's 40 years old. Uh, 40 man. years old. <laughs> That's, tough. That's tough, man. That's not good. It's not good for for anybody except anyone who enjoys stupid people online, uh, which is why the video was so great. Because uh, here's the thing. She mentioned, like she mentioned in this, that this was ultimately harmless. Like, Yeah. M- multiple times like oh it doesn't hurt anyone but but like, what that's if she why had a disability well thank god is she... it's funny. <laughs> what if she had a disability well i'm glad she's behind the wheel of a four ton vehicle just yeah. speeding down the highway uh, yeah good for her. what is the disability exactly that would <laughs> make her oh, oh i know what it is it's uh being abroad that's what it is the disability incurable <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and another problem is that she says, I have no problem with assholes being filmed for doing assholes and then called out for it. It's like, I mean, of course you don't, uh, until the same thing will happen to you or to someone that you like. And then you'll say it's bad that it's happening because, uh, uh, like the correct, the, (laughs) like, honestly, the most morally correct position is we shouldn't just be filming anybody and putting anybody without that. Sure. Yeah. Like it's very dangerous to do that so when you create these exceptions like well they're being an asshole and they deserve to be called out for it. it's like well is that whose definition of an asshole you know what what exactly is because i'm going to guess her her definition fluctuates quite a bit depending on her moment uh that she has uh because she's changed a lot over the years um which reminds me that uh, as with most blue check marks that have been on twitter for ages she has some very bizarre early tweets that have never been deleted. <laughs> <coughs> so let's see if we can sense a theme from these tweets from 2009. Right. In the name of Jesus, today is going to be a day of victory. Oh, man. 20 minutes away from meeting my battalion commander. A bit nervous, you could say. But in Jesus' name, it will go swimmingly. <laughs> there are a lot of moving parts to this puzzle. Assemble, assemble, assemble. 
in Jesus' name, it will be successful. God damn. Just woke up and my head is feeling slightly better for whatever reason. Jesus, heal me. And then a smiley face with a, uh, a nose in it, which I don't like at all. <laughs> and then finally, my body is at West Point and my soul is God's, but my heart is truly in D.C. That's mm. sick. Three horrible things. Uh, all for all, all your and including her, uh, her body, soul, and heart. Also awful things. Too. <laughs> she uh, she tweeted this recently. As a Christian, it's utterly hilarious to me when prominent Christian voices get in a hissy fit over Christ being parodied, as though Christ is sitting up there thinking, "I'm the way, the truth, and the light." But that sex joke about me getting nailed really ruined my day. So I don't know if she's branching off into uh, like Christian comedy or <laughs> what the deal oh, I hope is, so. but <laughs> she gets her own. She gets her own special on like Bible Christian Network, doing doing like a carrot top level comedy. That would be that would rock actually. That would yeah, be that would be pretty incredible. Funny, actually, I hope I hope she does it. Uh, undoubtedly, it would be very funny. <laughs> Just great. Speaking of early tweets and very funny stuff, okay. uh, here's one I uncovered from way back in 2015 uh, during the lead up to Trump cinching the presidency from Charlotte's then candidate of choice, Hillary Rodham Clinton. I hope Melania gets raped by a black man, preferably one with a Ron Jeremy sized cock. Oh, so <laughs> spoken like a true feminist uh, ally there, I would say. Maybe she could be a good comedian because that's some funny stuff. <laughs> she's, she's a little blue, you know. It's a little <laughs> makes you makes you go ooh. Uh, that ain't <laughs> just it's like a big fat kind. That just ain't right. That just ain't right. It's like clapping. <laughs> yeah, well, she said it. She said it. <laughs> His wife is just she has the fan going. You know the, the church fan. She's trying to shush. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, um, undoubtedly. Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense because a lot of uh, like conservatives said the same thing about like Michelle Obama and like Chelsea Clinton and all that. So sure. Uh, so in other words, she could she could really play a lot of different rooms. <laughs> um, hey, did I mention Chelsea Clinton, the uh, the heiress to the Clinton uh, uh-huh. crime family? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> This thing of ours. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a couple months after uh, transitioning, Charlotte got a lift and the driver kept calling her a dude. So she ranted about it online. And fortunately, that evil driver was fired and is hopefully rotting in hell right now. Uh, her posting about the situation got some attention online, including this response from Chelsea Clinton. I am so sorry, Charlotte, that this happened. Not remotely reflection on you. Thank you for sharing this painful story. As ever, your grace and bravery shine through. Hope you have a great rest of the weekend with your girlfriends. Oh, this <laughs> and uh, a couple other of uh, our fine, uh, our fine liberal friends got in in the action, including uh, this is from uh, uh, big titted communist AOC. <laughs> If we want a country where all people are accepted and loved, we have to name and rectify where we historically haven't so we can act to do so now. Hmm. And uh, finally, this one is from uh, future Vice President Kamala Harris. Your strength inspires me at CMC Climber. Don't ever stop speaking up. 
don't worry. She won't. So uh, the uh, the highly paid Democratic uh, consultant said, uh, trans stuff is in right now, so go ahead and be all over it. It's, you know what it is, too? She was injecting those replies into her veins, just like oh, pure man. black tar heroin. And, and she has been chasing that high ever I Like, she's just like, I got to get these broads to respond. I got to get validation from these noble women. One, one, just one more time. Just one more time. Absolutely. It's truly, truly, truly bad. <laughs> well, speaking of Kamala and truly bad stuff, Charlotte tweeted these out, uh, this one out in the early days after Biden announced Kamala Harris as his running mate. I want a leader who was once a girl in the back of the class who kept raising her hand because she did the homework and had full confidence in her voice and didn't give a damn what anyone thought about it, let alone the boys around her. That's who I want fighting for me. That girl knew how to fight, and the woman she become damn well knows how to fight. Kamala can rub some people the wrong way, and that's a quote from Ed Randell. Yeah, I bet she does rub some people the wrong way, Governor Ed Randell. We see you. Ugh. And uh, here's some of her earlier tweets about Harris. With laser-like focus and balance, Kamala Harris successfully dismissed Buttigieg and seized the momentum without it being obvious. That was skillful. Hashtag Dem debate. Good God. Biden claimed the only black woman elected to the Senate has endorsed him. Senator Kamala Harris is standing right there. Mm -hmm. So this is pre her riding on Biden's coattail stuff. Of course. I... I see some folks are continuing to under uh, underestimate Kamala Harris. Good luck with those odds. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren clapping for Kamala Harris is a mood, and Ugh. I love it. And uh, the last one here is, uh, if Bernie Sanders admires Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris admires Bernie Sanders, I don't know, folks, maybe our petty bullshit should be retired? Uh, so the fun thing about this one that should be noted is that Charlotte posted some pretty vile shit about Bernie during yep. the lead up to this year's elections, such as an article on Medium titled Bernie for the good of the party step aside. Mm-hmm. And this tweet, Bernie Sanders is a mediocre delusional fuckwad. Mm. So. I w- is that not petty bullshit? <laughs> Would you no, say? I, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, again, very. This is the essence of of what she is. Uh, just will completely just ignore that she's she's gone against her whatever she's saying right now. Months before, sometimes weeks before, weeks before, yeah. And she never deletes any of these tweets, which <laughs> is the the funniest part. I think she. I honestly, you know, some people online, I am convinced, get off on people being mad at them. I've yeah. said this before. Mm-hmm. There's a couple examples I could bring up, but I mm-hmm. feel like it's just one of those things where she's like, ah, let them find it. Fuck. If they're going to go, they're yeah. going to go to the trouble to find it, then fuck it. You know, that's, that's what I want. So, yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Charlotte wrote a, uh, 36 tweet thread when she came out as trans, of course, and it received generally positive response. Um, but Tori from Tumblr had this to say about it. I don't care how mean this sounds. I wish he and all men like him would just drop dead. Just cease to exist. <laughs> I'd rather be dealing oh with a thousand misogynistic frat bro types than have some man like, quote, Charlotte, not only mansplain womanhood to me, but insist that he is a woman and somehow will be even more oppressed than me as a woman after he pumps himself up with estrogen. 
Stop speaking up over women. Stop insisting that you are a woman. Leave us alone, nasty man. Uh, I should note Tori's Tumblr username is Turfzilla. So ah, well, she's kind of a kind of embracing the whole <laughs> yeah turf thing. Yeah, almost again. You almost almost made a point a valid point before uh, just going into full turf mode on it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, God bless God bless people online for doing that. So. Oh yeah, I mean it's there's a uh, yeah I found a lot of uh, like kind of like how the uh, conservatives embraced the uh, deplorables. Sure. There's a lot of the turf types who are really just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm a I'm a turf, and I'm goddamn proud of it because <laughs> these are dudes wearing skirts, and I hate them. Okay, well, hey man, okay. it's your opinion, and uh, I respect it and uh, agree with it. Okay, great. And that'll do it for the special preview of this week's episode about Charlotte Climber. Uh, if you want to hear the whole episode, head over to Patreon.com/slash/ReportThisPost. Five bucks a month gets you that whole episode plus uh, all the other episodes. Uh, and of course, if you want to uh, choose your own topic, uh, like uh, listener Jack did for this episode, head over to report this post at storeenvy.com, or you can upgrade your membership to the admin level, which you can then parlay that into uh, an episode choosing of your desire. Uh, we have a whole bunch more coming up from uh, listeners. Some of them are, are actually pretty good and pretty interesting, uh, unlike this episode. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>